ADHD symptoms that are out of control can make for a tangled mess. How do we get it untangled? Today, Dana lays out four key paths to do exactly that. If you're just starting out trying to manage your ADHD, this is a fantastic roadmap to follow. But even if you've been at it for a while, it's a back to the basics moment you'll appreciate. Plus, we've got a sci-fi squirrel of the week. All that and more right now. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. Hey, Dana. Hey, David. You going to spin me a yarn today? Ah. <laughs> I was going to do something about, is your beard tangled? Oh, well, I did. I did put some product in it today, so I think it's okay. But the other day, I didn't style it at all, and it's at the length now where it curled up. Ooh. And it was messy. And so, time yeah. to untangle it, David. Yeah. It's, it's, and my it's, hair is always tangled. So there we go. Well, I don't have that problem. At least not the top of the head hair. Yeah, it's gone. However, That's we're not talking about untangling hair today. We are talking about untangling ADHD and specifically the four paths to take to untangle your ADHD. Tangled is such a great analogy for what life is like. When your ADHD is out of control. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? I just, yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, it's just this mess. And we've talked about it before, like the fishing line, the mm. yarn, whatever. A lot of, a lot of analogies you can make with that. It's true. But you tug on a thread over here thinking you're going to make progress and it pulls all the other things. Yeah, and it just <laughs> and tightens like, it or, or whatever. What yeah, it because it, ADHD makes life can make it so complicated, confusing, overwhelming, and in all aspects of our life. It's just not one area. And that's the thing that I think is so, um, can be so challenging. Do you mean we have to think about ourselves holistically, Dana? Yes, David, we do. It's not, well, I want to be organized at work. It's, well, <laughs> yeah, and I want to get stuff done at work. Yeah, but then usually if there's problems at work, there's problems at home, there's problems in relationships, there's problems just being able to be ourselves. One of the things a coach said to me once, it was not you, Dana, it was a business coach that I had many years ago, but he said something that still just pisses me off to this day. He says, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, no, 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 that's not, that can't be true because My I'm amazing. My business coach in certain... used to say that yeah. too. Oh, really? I don't know if I believe it, but that's a whole different podcast. It is, yeah. It's a different topic, but it, there is some nugget of truth in, to the to the sense that, like, yeah, if you if you try to work on just one thing, that's probably not going to work. <laughs> but you can't. You also can't fix it all at once. So I guess nope. that's the reason why we need paths to untangle it. Yeah, and the, so the paths you're not just walking down one and then going on to the other. It's I was actually struggling with this concept when I was writing this, is that you, know, that you may be going down the different paths simultaneously. In fact, you will be. Cool. We're like interdimensional creatures. We're interdimensional in yes. creatures. It's like a great science fiction book. I like it. I like it already. So even if we know we have ADHD, 
we don't necessarily know what to do about it. I, I find that a lot of people are confused. Okay, here's, this is what's going on. And now what do I do? So the, here's our roadmap. I like it. Yeah. And in fact, I had a guy call me a couple weeks ago and it's for coaching and he's been diagnosed for 25 years and he's never done anything about it wow. except take an occasional Adderall. Okay. So how's that working for him? <laughs> Not really well, obviously. Mm. Um, yeah. So you got a listener. I hope that you realize, dear, dear listener, get help. Don't do this alone. No, it's true. But it, it is one of those things that we could we could procrastinate about. Oh we, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I get that. No judgment towards this guy. I wow. I right. feel that pain. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. So what we're ultimately after is an easier, happier life where you can be yourself, still be productive and get stuff done. That's a good life right there. Yeah. That's what we're after. Okay. So David, what's the first one? Missed it by that much. (laughs) Get smart. (laughs) Yeah. Just picture me grabbing my phone my shoe and calling you on the phone i want the the cone of silence the cone of silence was great yeah there were so many great things and if you don't know what we're talking about dear listener then you are not a gen xer or a baby boomer you might be a millennial or a gen zer because get smart was one of the funniest tv shows to hit the airwaves in what the 60s maybe early 70s i don't know i just saw it was i saw reruns Yeah, yeah we watched that was the only show we were allowed to watch during dinner Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Maxwell Smart. Great stuff. Anyway, get smart. That's our first path. We want to learn everything we can about ADHD, how it impacts us. And this is not always easy. No, it's true. But you're making a good effort along this path already, dear listener, just by listening to this show. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Pretending that you're just going to ignore it doesn't help. Ignoring the symptoms, ignoring what's going on doesn't help. Knowledge is your friend. So what do you need to learn? The symptoms. And we talk about this a lot in this podcast. It's more than the diagnostic manual symptoms of impulsivity and disorganization and being late. There's a, there are a lot more nuances to ADHD than, than all of that. So what we want to know is what they are, how it affects you, how it appears in your life, how it impacts your relationships, your home, your work, yourself. And then we also want to and need to know what's realistic to expect and what isn't. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah, I've been amazed along this journey to find out just how many things were actually related to ADHD that I just thought were anomalies for me or idiosyncrasies or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there are other things that, man, now they're not that common among people that have ADHD. I'm just weird. (laughs) But, but also like medication, what will medication actually do or not do? What are you going to be able to, to, to change? Like you said, what's realistic? You're not going to become a neurotypical human. No. And you don't want to be a neurotypical human. Probably. I mean, some people tell me they do, however, and do you really? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I want don't that. So. Life would be too boring. I don't think so. And one thing I want you to know, dearest listener, is learning a lot about ADHD won't be comfortable. 
because mm -hmm. the more you learn, the more you realize, oh man, I got a lot of stuff to work on. It's not like it's one symptom. Right. And you, you really need to be prepared to not judge yourself in that process. Yes. <laughs> and, not, and not hate yourself as you learn more about what's, what's going on. At least that was the case for me. I had yeah. to really work at that. Yeah. It was, it was disheartening for a while. Oh, yeah. It can be. And, and you know, I hear this from people all the time. Oh, there's so much we have to do. And yeah, and it's going to take time. And we keep chipping away at it a little bit. Sure. In fact, that's one of the reasons when I designed the Success Club, I designed it like I did, because I wanted people to have the knowledge at a deeper level than often you read in blogs or hear on a podcast or, or, or in a book or whatever. I wanted them to get a deeper um, feeling for how ADHD is impacting them and to give them the knowledge so they can start to say, this is attention deficit and this isn't. Well, and you combine that, it's not just knowledge, you combined it with a coach and a group and community and the opportunity to interact with people and maybe commiserate, but also to hear what's working or not working with other people. And there's just so much beautiful about that that makes it so different than just reading like you said books or or blogs or listening to podcasts like you need this interaction yeah if if you really want to move forward right if you want to untangle it we've yeah. got to get smart that's good so the next step on our pathway to untangling ADHD is something we have talked about so much we want to optimize our brain yes get your brain to work for you so you can do the work you want to do Oh, I just I made up that little poem. Do you like it? I like it. It rhymed. Yeah, I like it. I wish I'd thought of that intentionally. <laughs> well, you did. You just didn't know. You, I just you're... didn't know I was being yeah. intentional about it. Exactly. Yeah, so we're optimizing our brain. So first, there's three pieces to this really diagnose, diagnosis. You know, what's the DX? We want to make sure that it's ADHD, that it's not something else. Because there's mm. other stuff that can kind of look like attention deficit. Anxiety and depression can present like ADHD. And often we're figuring out, okay, what's what's first? Is it the ADHD and the anxiety or the depression because we can't get stuff done? Or is it the other way around or a combination? And there are some medical conditions. Um, True. Thyroid can look like ADHD, especially inattentive ADHD. Lead poisoning, oh my gosh, that can resemble it. Sleep disorders, a lot of other things can resemble ADHD. So you want to know exactly what you're working with. Yeah, and and let's not forget the autism spectrum. And, of course. You know, things that are other forms of neurodivergence that, hmm, they overlap. And sometimes we might have both. Yeah. More than more than one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So along with the diagnosis is the medication. Um, not everybody's taking it. Not everybody wants to take it, but it is one of the best known researched things to help ADHD. So there's the stimulant medication, the non-stimulant medication. You want to work with a knowledgeable doctor and it can take time to write dial in the right dose, the right med. Uh, so that is something to, if at all, able to or 
want to, to try it and see. Yeah. And and Dana, you and I were just talking about this before we started recording. I just changed medications again. And you know what? I'm in the early days of a new medication and the previous one was working okay for me, but I felt like there was something to gain here. And so it's, what am I, five years into the journey now? Like, you know, like I'm still, still finding ways to dial in medication because I really do want to optimize my brain. Yeah. Yeah. And also with the medication shortage, David, I mean, though, what you're taking now is not generic, so it, you won't run out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the shortage, I I, I don't even want to think about the number of things that happened in my life during the, what, six months that I was without medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And and it hasn't just been you. No, no, yeah. it, it hasn't. But like life altering events occurred in that time frame. And I'm, you know, I, I've more than once sat back and went uh, and gone to myself. Just, hmm, I wonder how much of that might have been in an interaction with the lack of medication in my life. <laughs> you wonder. I wonder. And we'll never know. We'll never know. And I can't change it. But and I have no, no regrets. But that is uh, that is an interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we also want to look at, oh, my favorite topic, brain care, that fuel for focus. Yay, I love brain care. Keeping keeping the brain happy. Yeah. You know, this is another thing we dive in deep on the Success Club. We talk about all of these. Um, The healthy diet, how to eat, how to bring in those habits so you're able to eat to support your brain, adequate sleep. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Exercise, enough hydration, meditation, mindfulness, fun, and vitamin N as in nature. Oh, David's screwing his face up on that Yeah, every time you say fun as part of brain care, my brain goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) that? That thing that I don't do enough of. You know, the other items, yeah, pretty much. I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Even mindfulness and meditation starting to improve on that, but fun. Wow. Mm. See, and no matter maybe, how many times we talk about it, Dana, it, it's 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 helpful to repeat this stuff. Yeah, and maybe it's you, we need to define your definition of fun differently. You know, maybe it's not going on a roller coaster. Maybe it's meeting friends. Sure, and and th- there is there is some room for that to to be defined differently. That's true. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So the brain care stuff is essential, and we're starting to hear about it more and more. Um, Mm. But I know some doctors and such, they downplay it. They say, well, we don't have the science behind it. And I think I have seen enough non-scientifically researched evidence that says it's, it's essential, it's important. You need to figure out how to do it in a way that works for you, and you need to figure out the ones that are important for you. Because you may be someone that needs exercise and you may, or you may be someone who doesn't to get your brain to function well so you can focus. Yeah. And there are reasons why science may not ever study these brain care habits in the way that we know it would take for them to have the literature they want to be able to reliably say all these things matter. But Dana, you've been coaching people for 25, 30, 25 years. Oh my gosh. And you know, people that take care of their brains and do these things get better results than people that don't. I mean, that's all, that's all I need. And I've seen it. I've seen it myself too. Anecdotally. Is it science? No. Right. That's okay. Yeah. And we've got to make it accessible to everybody. So they feel that they can do it. Um, 
And that's why in the success club, we're t I talk about the one rat study, you know, figuring yeah, out how do you know what works for you and what doesn't. And so we dig deep on all these aspects. We don't look at the diagnosis and the medication, though I can talk about it at a high level and help guide someone on how to talk to their doctor. But it's but the brain care is something that I'm so glad to have folded into that program and to be mm. looking at. And I'm glad that you've shared it with us on this podcast so many times too, because it it, it does. It makes an enormous difference. Yeah. And I know I I look at my life and I know that's the thing that flipped me over into living how I do now is that, oh, I'm made taking care of my brain focus. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So David, what's number three? Learn practical skills and build habits. Yay! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the tools, the strategies, all the things that are going to set you up for success. And the thing that I love about this that you do, Dana, you do it with us here in the podcast. You certainly do it with your private coaching clients and those who are in the ADHD Success Club. You have thought about skill building and habits as someone with ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you can't acquire skills like a neurotypical person. You're not going to build habits in the same way that neurotypical people do. In fact, the skills and the habits are going to be different anyway. I mean, they're just going to be different. Right. And so right. I love this about your approach to this because it it factors in the the sort of ADHD factor, <laughs> you know, in all of it. Yeah. I was listening to a, an interview with, with James Clear, who's, the, you know, the habits, the number one habits guru out there right now. That's and probably why I haven't heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's 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 great marketer too, David. I okay. followed I followed him for many many years before he was known. Um, anyway, he's he's just a good good guy, and he's done a lot of research and written a lot about habits. And I was listening to his little formula for habits, and I realized, you know what? One of those steps works for ADHD. The other ones don't. Right. We got to yeah. run it through our filter. Right. And it yeah. has to be ADHD friendly, everything that you attempt. Yeah. Just be, otherwise, you're just setting yourself up to fail yet again Once in some effort again. to make change, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we've got to learn that the habits we need to learn are the routines and the the time management, the planning, you know, all of that stuff. But we also need the skills and the strategies to help us focus, to help us pay better attention, uh, we need to know how to clear clutter in practical ways, how to organize physical space, digital space, all of that stuff that we dig deeply, deeply into in the Success Club. Actually, that stuff is the core. Yeah, it really is. But it's also, you know, it can sound like that stuff is not juicy, it's not sexy, or it's not whatever. Oh, it's but the fact sexy. of the matter is, it's the stuff that makes a difference. And when you approach it with someone guiding you, like Dana, who has the ADHD filter, as we just said, in, in place, you, 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 you pick up ways to prevent yourself from, from getting in your own way. Like my favorite thing to do is build a system or, or develop a, some new habit I'm going to acquire, spend a lot of energy, and then forget that I ever did that. <laughs> yeah, or it's too complicated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so many ways, so many ways to get in my own way. And that's one of the things that you do so well, Dana. And that's why we've got to get realistic and back up to our first pathway of the getting smart is we've got to know what we can do and be what's realistic and what's not. So true. We got so to learn true. our 
learn our foibles. Is that the word? Foibles? Let's go with foibles. I like foibles. I don't <laughs> did I just make actually. up another new word? No, no, you did. You got it right. I, I, I'm, I'm just being, you know, me. <laughs> uh, well, don't go changing, Dr. Johnson. Don't go oh. changing. I have a Billy Joel song stuck in my head. Anyway. <laughs> and then our fourth pathway, and oh, such an important one, softening any emotional damage. Talk to me more about what this means, Dana. <laughs> David, because ADHD isn't just about learning how to get tasks done and manage your time. It's also about the emotional roller coaster. Um, we deal with perfectionism. We can live in shame. And there's often emotional turmoil that accompanies ADHD. Wow. And it shows up in so many different oh, ways. And yeah. some of us have actual trauma around ADHD. I, I know a lot of people use that word. I'm, 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 I'm working my way back through the book again, The Body Keeps the Score by mm -hmm. Bessel van der Kolk. And he is a trauma researcher expert, you know. And it, it, this reminded me of that, like the, that emotional roller coaster, the things that blindside us where suddenly there's a strong emotion out of nowhere. So many ways that we find ourselves in that situation when we grew up with ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I've been noticing myself is where I, it's, where I, I'm just advocating I need to do something a certain way and I have to step back and say, Dane, is that because that's the way you've always done it? Is that the best way that works for you? And mm -hmm. then let go of notice that emotion, notice the shame, the fear, the whatever, and and start to let it go. Yeah. So Dana, where do we go to soften yeah. emotional damage? <laughs> so often coaches um, coaches are not therapists. I am not a therapist. And um and many of my people, my my people work with my both co a coach and a therapist. Absolutely. So therapy, healing the past, improving your mindset. And there are a lot of different types of therapy. So you may need to experiment to find one that works best for you. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy seems to be helpful. It's... Um, can help manage impulsive behaviors and interpersonal skills and improve your coping strategies and time management skills. And it's, it's changing the negative thought patterns and behaviors. So cognitive th behavioral therapy has a lot of offshoots out offshoots. Yeah. There are variations and yes. things that kind of get, they, they owe their origin to CBT, but they have new names. Yeah, yeah, there's a. I was gonna list them. I thought this is no because this there's is a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, one thing that I don't find as helpful is when people just talk and talk and talk in just traditional, you know, lying on the couch and talking forever and not taking action. I don't personally believe that's that helpful. I think it sure. keeps us stuck. It keeps us in the swirl. Yeah, and the key is to find a therapist and an approach that balances you getting things off your chest and processing emotions and things like that and also moving forward. It's, right. That's not an easy balance to strike. And uh, one thing I've learned is not every therapist is right for every human that comes their way. No. And so they might be the best therapist in the world, but if they're not a good fit for you, it doesn't matter who they're a good fit for. Yeah. You need yeah. someone different. Yeah. You need to have some, it's like, well, coaches, you know, you need to have someone you resonate with. Yeah, that's fantastic. 
So, and that's one thing I like about doing this podcast is that people have been listening to us for a while. If they keep listening, they must resonate with me and with you at some level. So you've already, you know, jumped that hurdle. Absolutely. You already know. You, you yeah. can, you can tell yeah. uh, ahead of time. That's, that's also something I love yeah. about this podcast. Yeah. And that's the other stuff. thing, David, about softening the emotional damage is, um, Finding, as you said earlier, finding a support group of some sort, finding your community. Mm -hmm. Often we think we're alone in ADHD. We're the only one that struggles with this. People will say, I, you know, oh, I, you know, it, it's just so weird or it's just me. And, and I'm thinking, no, this is common. If you're bringing it up, it's common with everybody with ADHD. Yeah. 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 And it's good to just, not feel alone and to know you're not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so finding stuff. a community, other people who understand, who can support you. And um, that's another thing I love about the Success Club is it's a lovely community support. In fact, a lot of people say that's they love the information and oh my gosh, listening to other people talk in the group because it's we do open and share and it's very interactive. Um, that's That's what keeps them coming back. Yeah, absolutely. And it, there's nothing like those environments when they when they get created. I used to run a community for business owners and marketing, and it was the same way. It got to be hilarious. I was like, you know what? I don't have much to contribute here, y'all. The, 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 the community is, that wasn't true, of course, but the, the community was so powerful that it, it started to be so valuable. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's what I, I just want to mention this. Dear listener, you're hearing us talk about the Success Club today, and you're hearing the things that you might need to do to really get aggressive about making change in your life. Get smart, optimize your brain, develop the skills and the habits that you need, and 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 certainly softening the emotional damage and finding community. A lot of these things, not all of them, you're not going to find a therapist at the, in the Success Club, but you are going to find that community we talked about. And you're going to find so many of these things in the ADHD Success Club we don't spend a lot of time here promoting what Dana does. We don't, you know, at one time I think we were starting to do like a, like a little 30 second radio spot style commercial for the success club almost every week. We haven't done that in, I don't know, forever. So just take a moment here. If you're thinking about really getting serious about making changes and having the support that you need, consider the ADHD success club. It is run by Dana. You are already familiar with the spirit of the principles and the, the, the sort of personality behind it. Go to DanaRayburn.com right now and sign up for an email list. Download a thing. You, you'll, get your, you'll get yourself subscribed to Dana's emails and you'll hear about the Success Club when it's ready to start. It's coming soon as yep. we're going to air right now. Dana, you can talk about the start date. But don't let the start date hold you up. If you're hearing this episode and it's afterward, you, you know, you're listening back, and maybe it's been some time. That's okay. Just go and get yourself on the email list and sign up. Yeah, you, you can, can start, start any. You can start any time. We start September twelfth this year. It's going to be on Tuesdays um, afternoon, evening. And also, you need to know this is the last year, listeners, because a lot of people are. Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Later isn't going to be there anymore because this is the last year. The last year. The last year. And I've known this, but I didn't know if we were going to mention. Well, I've that. been, yeah, I've been, yeah. Meg announced it in the in the newsletter, and um, 
I got a lot of feedback. What? You can't retire. No. Yeah, I can. And so if you've been waiting, this is your chance. Do it now. I'm serious. I did it when I first ran across Dana. And I will tell you, it is a life changer. So go to DanaRayburn.com. Don't delay. Just do it right now. Pause this episode. <laughs> Open your browser. Go to DanaRayburn.com and go go get yourself on the email list. Yeah. It'll, it'll be worth it for you. And yep. you're going to thank me. And me. Well, you're especially going to thank Dana, but you're going to thank me for urging you to go do it right now. <laughs> right now. Remember, who do you want to be? Our favorite question. What kind of a life do you want to have? Are yeah. you doing if, that? If, if you're not, driving, pull over and park and then go to DanaRayburn.com. Like, don't, thank don't, you, Dana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Don't get a ticket. We're not responsible for any tickets you get. Or accidents. Like or don't accidents. yeah, don't it's not it's 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 urgent, but it's not that urgent. You can pull over and find a parking oh, space and then do it. It's pretty urgent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's do it now, but just do pull over first. Just just do it now. <laughs> the squirrel of the week. Okay, Dana, so you're a sci-fi kind of person. I am too. And I gotta tell you, I finally got this book. I'd been thinking about it for a while. And, and in fact, I still in my brain, I thought it was brand new, but it came out in 2021. <laughs> I didn't realize two years had gone by, but it's Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. You know the name Andy Weir, Dana, because, I'm, yeah. I, lo- I love his stuff. Yeah, so he, if you're, dear listener, if you're not sure who this is, he wrote the novel, The Martian, that became the film with Matt Damon. With darling Matt Damon. Matt Damon, if you're listening to this, I think you're darling. Well, I do too, actually. But anyway, that's a whole other story. So um, the the movie was great, by the way. But if you never read The Martian, the novel, and you like listening to podcasts as you do, then you might like the audiobook. Make sure to find the one. I love Will Wheaton, but, but I'm sorry, Will, if you're listening. The original by R.C. Bray won so many awards there are two audiobook versions of the martian anyway all that to say the new book is out if you liked the martian you're gonna like this project hail mary dana i don't want to spoil anything i had this this fantastic experience i just listened to this i bought the audiobook i plowed through it in like three or four days i'm serious this thing just it was such a do we need to discuss your productivity david well and how you're spending your time no i'm not comfortable with that discussion right now um so (laughs) But it, it's it's so great because there are so many things about science fiction that many television series and movies and creators don't do correctly. And so without spoiling anything, I'm just going to say that this book checked so many boxes for me in the world of space science fiction. And it's, by the way, very much near present day, like near future. This could happen now. And the basic premise, Dana, is that there's been an occurrence that started that has caused less of the sun's energy to start to reach the earth. Uh Uh-oh. And it's changing exponentially to the point where the temperature is going to drop globally and humankind has to figure out, A, what's happening with the sun and B, how do we fix it? And that leads to a space mission called Project Hail Mary. And I don't want to say more, but if you're like a science fiction fan, if you liked The Martian, you need this book. It is so good. Okay, David, I'm excited. I'd forgotten all about it, too. I remember seeing it when it came out and thinking, oh, I'll do that later. 
yeah. and didn't. So thank you for the reminder and the prompt on that. Yeah, and Ray, Ray Porter is the audiobook narrator. He does so many accents so well. I just love this guy as a, as a narrator. And I've listened to other stuff of his, but this was just, wow, it was really good. So do it. Uh, they did sell uh, film options. Oh, yay. The film rights have been sold to MGM, uh, and Ryan Gosling is being purported to uh, have a role. Okay, However, he's, he's, with, he's okay, but he's not as darling as Matt Damon. Well, I mean, you can't, you would not have, you would not want Mark Watney from The Martian to be the lead character in this. this. Is They're true. different. They're just this different human okay. beings. So you okay. wouldn't. Okay, I will Damon. trust. I will trust yeah. the casting. Trust me on that. Gurus. Yeah. With the strikes and all that going on in Hollywood, who knows when the film will actually get made? But okay, that's my squirrel, Dana. Okay, we're sticking to it, David, and we're sticking to it. And don't put off reading it or joining the success club like David and I did. Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. Go to DanaRaber.com. You're going to thank us. And we didn't leave room for mis- listener mail today, but if you have questions, comments, snide remarks, cries of outrage, I don't know, your own squirrel you want to send us, send us an email to hello at kicksomeadhd.com. We want to hear from you. An audio file with your squirrel. Yeah. That would be fun. Take a voice memo on your phone, attach it to an email, send it I'm, to us, hello I'm at kicksomeadhd. I'm living for that, for a squirrel yeah. from someone else. Me too. Yeah, that's going to be fun when we get our first one to play. Yeah. I need to check the emails. Maybe we have some. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Oops. All right, everybody. Go out, kick some ADHD. Have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Bam. So what do you think? Is Kick Some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard.